Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. And now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I'm your host. Thank you for joining us. We're excited to be here. Thank you so much for uh, stopping by and, and joining our show. We want to thank Mortgage Investors Group, our sponsor. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. And we uh, want to tell you how to plug in with us. You can go to thehousinghour.com. You can find our past shows, current shows, share those with friends and family. Um, you can also, of course, go on Facebook. It's on facebook.com slash thehousinghour. We're on Twitter at thehousinghour. And you can find Mark on Pinterest as well. He's pinning away over there constantly. Uh, so we'd love for you to check that out. Uh, we want to thank you also for uh, really just really engaging with us. We I've been monitoring our uh, downloads and our podcasts and our views and our listens, and they seem to be way, way up. And uh, I know it's been a an interesting, very uh, interesting last five or six shows that just really dynamic conversations and really great stuff. Last week with um, the inspection department, that was really cool. Kevin Clark, I ended up having a lot of discussions throughout the week with people about that. I did too. So, yeah. I mean, just sharing the information that he gave us was, uh, you know, it was really cool, and I really enjoyed it because I think people don't understand how things like that work. And and also, today on the show, um, we have a great guest that's going to talk to us about things that are very important to business in our area, small businesses, uh, medium-sized, I guess you a range of different um, businesses, because Tennessee, this corridor is vital to the economy, not just of the southeast, but of the entire country, how we're positioned from a technology standpoint. And so today, we have Doug Lawyer in studio with us. And we're so thankful to have him. Thank you so much for coming in again. It's great to be here. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yep. And you were in, uh, do you remember when that show? 2012. 2012. It's been too long. Well, he hasn't changed a bit. I promise you that. A little bit Um, less hair, perhaps. (laughs) I think that can be said for all of us. Um, Doug, why don't you do this first, if you don't mind? Give me a 30,000-foot view of of what exactly it is that you're involved in, and and just give me a little bit of insight as to what your all's mission and vision is. Yeah, sure. So uh, my my title is Vice President of Economic Development with the Knoxville Chamber, um, the, the chamber's mission is, is real simple. It's four words. It's driving regional economic prosperity. And so we're a membership-based organization. Um, we have about 2,400 uh, private members of the Knoxville Chamber. We're actually the largest chamber in the state of Tennessee Didn't uh, know that. From, from a membership size. So I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and from an economic development perspective, uh, we are the lead entity in a regional economic development initiative, which we call Innovation Valley that brings in six of our surrounding communities, and, and we all collaborate together on bringing in new business and industry and, and working with existing industries and workforce development programs, business startup programs, a lot of different things. Now, in the last four years or last, uh, I guess, for the election cycle, the last six years and since you spoke with us last, um, how has thing, how have things progressed? And uh, do you feel like we're in better position than we were six years ago? Um, it sounds like a candidate's question, but, <laughs> I mean, it is not. Uh, where Do you feel like we've made some progress? I do. I do. And, and from the economic development perspective, you know, we've, we've had great success in this region in, in bringing in major new industries and businesses um, a lot of existing industry expansions as well, but in terms of getting prepared for what's you know looking forward a little bit mm-hmm. uh, across the region, we're all 
kind of bringing on new product. And in, in, in my business, product is dirt right. and in land development and having places for businesses to locate. So there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of movement, not just here in Knox County, but surrounding communities as well, which is great because we want as many products on the shelf when somebody comes into our store to look around to make a $100 million investment to hire 500 people. I like uh, the way you put that. You want to have, have places for businesses to locate. That's really, I like the way you put that because it, one thing when a business or a corporation, you know, comes in and um, they have people that go out and I'm sure there's, it's very much like recruiting. I mean, they're out there prospecting and looking where they, and then if you have stuff that's already put in place and, and you can give them sort of a catalog of options, that's much better than somebody having to come in and, and have to envision and then the whole work that goes into getting that land and creating that infrastructure. I mean, that's that's a lot of work. And so many businesses, when they're coming in, when you're recruiting them, aren't they looking for spade-ready, you know, developed ground they are they are and 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 we call that deal ready property or certified sites there's a lot of different terminologies for that and you know in in economic development a piece of land with a fence around it does not make a site but a piece of land that is zoned properly that has the roads and the infrastructure and the power and the fiber to it right that is somewhat flat we do live in east tennessee right um, so you know we're, we're blessed with beautiful topography but you really need to spend a little bit of time and energy and do some prep to to make the site um, ready to go, and anything we can do to, to shorten that that time frame from a, a company deciding to come here to get up an operation um, is is to our advantage. Especially when you hit rocks in Rocky Top, right? That's, that's true. Tough. Rocky <laughs> Which does Top does happen occasionally, right? And Rocky Top has hit rock bottom, so the falls at least yeah. not not us court uh, technology and business. Now, when um, President Obama visited here in two thousand. What year was that? Was that 15? 16, 15? Yeah, it was a few years back. Whenever it was. And no matter what your political affiliation was, that was really a great experience. And I remember I got this. I was fortunate enough to be able to see him on two different stops. Now, I wasn't in the actual event, but I just had my camera. And uh, the first stop was when he was leaving Pilisippi. Um, heading to, I guess he was coming back from Clinton and then he was heading out, but then I was able to make it back to our house and watch him go past. But he came and he went right down the, the technology corridor, right? I mean, that's where he was visiting and he went to Clinton, he if did. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And what was it, his focus? It was that, it was that manufacturing plant in Clinton that's creating parts. Yeah. So he, he went and, and toured Tecmer PM, which mm-hmm. is in the composite sector. And so he was up there and, and they were showcasing the, the world's first 3D printed vehicle, which was a, a partnership between Oak Ridge National Lab and a company called Local Motors and a lot of other businesses. Mm-hmm. But he was he was here to see what's going on in the composite sector, which is something that's really hot. In fact, um, about a year ago, we launched a, a new initiative um, at the at the Knoxville Chamber called the Composites Coalition, and so we're trying to bring more of those composites related companies to this region to tap into those technologies at Oak Ridge National Lab, University of Tennessee, and um, create reasons to bring those companies together and, and recruit more of those types of businesses. When you have um, hubs like the Regal, you have you know you have some big business that has made their I guess their home here, and that uh, Denzo. I mean, there's several that have big um, big sort of footprints. Al, you know, Alcoa, of course. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a city named after it. I think that's a pretty good example. But um, 
how much does that benefit you? Because if I'm a company and I'm looking at who already is in place, that really speaks to what's available, what's done. Is that a pretty big deal for you guys? It is, and we've got such great corporations that call Knoxville home from you know major, major, major brands. You know. TVA, mm. um, Bush's Beans, Pilot Flying J, Mortgage um, Investors Group, Mortgage <laughs> Investors Group, absolutely, and the list goes on and on. But yeah, right. that, that's that's always part of our our pitch. You know, mm. when somebody comes from outside, we we always assume they know very little about this region, and, mm. and if we don't tell them, then we're not doing our job. And now you were speaking about collaboration, and um, collaboration is a vital piece of anything that you do, whether that be at home or at work. Um, but I would imagine it's especially important for the chamber because everybody that is a member represents a different company and different interests. And at the end of the day, everyone's interests are really the same, and that is uh, more business and it to be more uh, available and better serve the uh, customer at the, at the end of the day and the, and the citizen for that matter. Um, and when I look across the board and I look at what we have available, it's not just the spade ready or the certified land. I mean, we have great arts in Knoxville. We have not just that, but you know, if you look across the spectrum, we have a lot of diversity in Knoxville. We have, you know, great sports in Knoxville. There's just so many things that you can look to. And that's probably part of your pitch as well. Wouldn't you say? It is, and, and we call that the quality of place factor. Mm-hmm. You know, what's happening in downtown Knoxville, what's happening with the urban wilderness and all the outdoor recreation, recreation mm-hmm. um, what's happening with our, our food and dining scene and, mm-hmm. and the cultural scene and all the festivals. I mean, all that wow. yeah. all that can, can help us to have a great sell for this region. Man, that's so cool. I mean, I'm not saying your job is easy because I know it's not, but when you have a product so well put together, and you're partly responsible for that, it does, I'm sure, and you would say that it makes your job easier, not not easy, but easier um, because you have a great product that you can put in front of people, and that has to feel good. It absolutely does. It's, yeah. it's a great job. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we're here with Doug Lawyer, um, and we're excited to have him. We're, we're talking about the whole entire a corridor that we call the technology corridor, Innovation Valley, I think is really the, the term, um, and that uh, really goes across a, a variety of different industries. And then you think you even have Gatlinburg. I mean, it's right there. You know, it's, you've got an incredible source of, of things that are available to people. The Smoky Mountains, the most, I get, I think it's the most visited uh, national park in the country. It is by far. It, 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 yeah. yeah, it's not even close. Um, you've got Dollywood and all of that. Um, and then you also have, you know, the whole historic piece of Oak Ridge. There's a lot of good things here. I'm glad I'm here, that's for sure. And I'm glad Doug's here for a talk with us. And we're going to be right back after these messages. Hear the thunder, lightning and the thunder. Thunder, hear the thunder. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back. This is Kevin Ray. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the Housing Hour presented by Mortgage Investors Group here with Mark Griffith, executive producer and co-host and pinner. And we're here with Doug Lawyer from the technology. Uh, actually, Innovation Valley is, is really the the name that is used because it encompasses so much. And we were talking in the first segment, 
he was giving us the 30,000 foot view of their mission, their vision. And it's to, it's to help not just small businesses, large businesses, but all business, all industry, um, and, and help to bring more into our area. And I, I drive when I'm driving, um, especially down Pilisippi and whether that be going, cause I, I live off of Pilisippi and North shore. Um, and I, I see, what I see is a lot of potential, you know, there's a lot of area for development and, and, you know, people get concerned sometimes and they say, well, we don't want to overdevelop. We don't, we don't, you know, we have such a beautiful area and that is so true. We don't want to, you know, overdevelop, but even with our existing uh, footage of space that we have, there's so much potential in our area. And we spoke about as well in the segment, uh, first segment about the things that Knoxville brings to the table and not just Knoxville, but um, the whole innovation Valley and there is so much. There are there are arts. There are business. There is great schools. There is great restaurants. There is so much that we have to offer. And I'm I'm not just saying that. I mean, this is well documented. And you know? one of the things also Doug was telling me that the Innovation Valley was originally formed with specific counties in mind that got together. But as a result of that, mm-hmm. there's other counties that have reached out to uh this innovation valley to be part of it hmm. as in a bigger uh way can you that's right that? and, and a couple really fresh examples are you might have heard about the announcement of a um, large project up in morristown in hamlin county a company called van hool that is mm-hmm. a they do custom motor coaches and public transit buses so they're wow. they're a belgian uh, companies based in Belgium, and they're mm-hmm. setting up their North American manufacturing facility in Morristown. And as part of the recruitment process, my 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 counterpart at the Morristown Chamber was um, wanting to really connect their site in Hamlin County to all that is Knoxville. And so they asked they asked to, us to come in and kind of help connect the dots and and help make that pitch on that project. So that that's going to create 500 jobs um, up in Morristown. That's which is, awesome. Which is essentially an, an OEM. Um, you know, an, an assembly plant for buses, which mm-hmm. is which is coming down the pike. And Mortgage Investors Group has an office in Marstown. How about right. that? It's yeah. coming down the pike. No yeah. pun intended. There you go. It's coming yeah. down. Well, that's incredible because, you know, Morristown, I don't know how far it is, 40 minutes maybe yeah. at the most. Um, and you look at Atlanta, for instance, and, and you would consider the Atlanta Innovation Valley, if you were to consider that, there's a, a, a lot of cities that go into that. And so because Morristown is so close, not just physically, but you can get there very quickly because, you know, we have the interstate that goes right down that way. Then you have a lot of other things that you bring into consideration. You know, you have, you know, Greenville, you have Morristown, you just have a lot of counties that have a lot of things to offer. And I think that interchange, and that's the collaboration piece too, on a bigger scale, right. um, that's really awesome. And And I know that, I mean, we probably even have projects that are right now sitting sort of maybe getting ready to be uh, uh, signed, if you will, that that would be able to be provided because that, that I-75 He's looking portal, for some inside information. Yeah, I know. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. Well, but but are there some things coming down the pike? Not just that, but other things? Th- there are. And so, you know, our, our, our pipeline is, is strong. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple projects that are, that are getting close to that finish line, I think. And what's, what's I think cool about the, the pipeline and those things that are kind of close to announcement, knock on wood somewhere, mm-hmm. yeah. um, is that it, it's a diverse mix of industries. You know, you don't want to just have all True. 
you know, auto Bus component manufacturers, manufacturers right. or all this or all that. And so we're seeing a good mix of, of industry types and we're seeing um, some some back office projects, a lot of technology projects, a lot of R&D projects, you know, that, that may be small in numbers, but y- you got to start somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of big Big data projects, data center type projects, kicking around as well. So there's Am- Amazon mix. has to open up a warehouse here sometime. We hope so. Sure. I yeah. mean, I, now you know, open up listen, too. I bet. Listen, when I this is not off topic whatsoever, but when I was driving, I, sometimes when I drive to um, Memphis, I will go through rather than going through directly through Nashville. I'll take that corridor or whatever. Yeah. That Amazon warehouse is literally almost, I think, a mile long at least. It's a million square feet. It's incredible. And um, what a great thing for that. I don't know how many employees that they have. You you may know. But those are the type of things that, you know, we lost back in the revolution of Home Depot, Walmart, all the Sam's, all these big box stores. And it did maybe put out of business some of the mom and pop shops which they just had to reimagine what it is that they were going to do for income. Um, well, now what they're doing is, is they're, they're in those type of industries and, and they're providing, you know, look, they can sell into Amazon and they can sell their product through Amazon. So Amazon, I'm not here to sell Amazon, but the, you can't really do that easily with Walmart. But Amazon is a place where a small business, a small company, a small little, you know, company that creates something unique and awesome, they can then take that and have a bigger platform for it. So that's really cool. Now, Amazon might, if they like it and see that it works, they may recreate it and put you out of business, but that's innovation. So I'm sorry. Um, Mm -hmm. But those type of places, we have to also, I think, um, make sure we have firm and and, and fertile soil for those type of industries as well, right? Yeah. You you always want to have places for businesses to locate, whether it's, Mm -hmm. whether it's distribution or manufacturing, corporate office. And, you know, we, we like those projects that come into the community that, that are doing a couple things. One, they're bringing high capital investment. They're bringing a a nice density of jobs per acre, because Mm -hmm. to your point, this is really beautiful area we live in. And so we need to be really kind of think, think about the types of companies we're trying to, to use our land. And then we really want to move the needle from the wage standpoint. And so, you know, if we can attract those companies that are paying above the county average wage, that's always that's always a plus for everybody. No, uh, go ahead. Well, I had a question, you know, because we talk about, you know, developing the ground and, and to, to try to attract. But there's a lot of stores that, you know, move and they build. Kroger does that and they'll leave an existing building empty if you go out west knoxville it's still a a problem in the county Mm -hmm. what can the chamber do in your vision to help fill some of those yeah so we we track available empty buildings so from an industrial standpoint we're tracking twenty thousand square feet and larger of of available space from office we track ten thousand. if it's a vacant retail box you know we've seen a lot of conversion of those spaces from maybe retail to maybe a back office or a customer service center, those types of things. Um, there's there's a lot of uh, chatter about maker spaces and, you know, the, the whole Etsy, the online marketplace, which right. is a great, you know, kind of back to your point of the small mom and pop businesses mm-hmm. having a platform to sell their products. Yeah, I love it. Um, it Etsy is is taking, you know, those types of businesses are, are looking for unique space. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just you, you've got to look at at each property kind of individually and, and, and our jobs to help promote it and make sure that the companies and the consultants and the prospects are aware of, you know, when, when somebody calls and say, we need 30,000 square feet. Well, here's the six properties that we know of that are on the market today. 
Uh, yeah, and Justin, um, the gentleman that we have on occasionally. Yes. K- Kinez- oh, Kazana. He's, he's an Auburn fan. I saw Yeah, that. that's yeah. Kazana. Oh, yep. I need to Kazana. call him, yeah. actually, after Tennessee beat Auburn. Sorry, that was off topic. <laughs> um, I am going to call him this afternoon because um, I'd like to get him on the show again. Yeah, we need to get him on. That's why I'm going to call him, not because of Auburn. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we. But if you get on the subject, you might as well. <laughs> exactly. Um, but we talked to Justin, and he. he I think speaks a lot of the same language that you do because, you know, he operates a pretty big organization within the city. And um, I like the fact that you guys track that because there are a few big spaces. I mean, I think of Veloc that went out of business and um, they had just redone that space, you know, where the, it, is it Veloc, the place where the go-karts go oh, through? Yeah. They, and, and they had that accident and it just went out of business. So, what a great opportunity for somebody because that space was just built out, yep. you know, and I'm sure the, the, whoever it is that owns that would love to rent that out to somebody. Um, but also I think of, well, the food city right on, uh, Kingston Pike, I don't want you to do anything with it because then I won't have anywhere to get my Halloween costume every year, <laughs> but, but at least they're using it for something. And that's what I like. You know, it's, it's only a couple of months out of the year, but they're at least using it. And then there's another place where Croker's used to be down in Farragut that the angel tree used as sort of, they still use it as a distribution center. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that something is planning to go there, but, um, you know, re retooling or, or repurposing those things, the chamber I'm sure is instrumental in, in bringing those, those components together. Um, how much time do we have left in this segment? Two minutes. Yeah, one minute. We'll get to this. We're going to talk about small business, and we have November 24th is Small Business Day, so we want to hammer at that because that's very important. You've got Black Friday. You've got all these different things around. Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. It's but bookended. Small Business Saturday. Saturday is on my sister's birthday, Andrea, on November 24th Okay, coming up. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that. I think that's really cool um, and see how we can all be a part of that and who we need to give back to and how we can you know jump on that ship because um, we're talking about 50 people or less is is primarily makes up 80% of the chamber. So let's talk a little bit about that when we get back from this break. I want to talk a little bit of politics with him as well. Doug Law, you're here with us. We'll be right back after these messages. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. And welcome back into the Housing Hour again. Kevin Ray here, your host with Mark Griffith, executive producer and co-host. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group, MIGonline.com. You can also find more information about the Housing Hour and our uh, show and hosts co-hosts um, at thehousinghour.com. Mark can definitely uh, come to your birthday party if you'd like. Uh, he does balloon animals. He does talks. He's phenomenal. It's one of the things the chamber needs to put in their pamphlets um, is that this is available I to think you. it's already in there. It's already in there. You're probably right. Um, and he can also give you seminars on Pinterest as well. <laughs> I'm really giving it to Mark today. Um, anyway, um, thank you for, for coming in, Doug, and Mark for setting this up. Mm-hmm. I give you a hard time, but you're the best. You know that. Um, 
Um, so we've talked a lot about industry and what's been going on. And I wanted to ask you this question and I'll just set it up for you and you can answer it however you like. But, you know, we had this whole tariff thing that came up with President Trump. And, and I believe, you know, no matter your politics, I think he thinks this is a good thing and maybe it will be a good thing. Um, I know that it's affected Alcoa um, because of the aluminum tariff with Canada. And there's, you know, obviously a lot of um, export import. Um, ramification consequences and when when businesses are thinking about relocating and you know sometimes that comes up that comes up and those questions come up um, and then you have to look to your local state senators well maybe more your senators not maybe your state senators um, and then the people in Washington you have lobbyists I mean that's a dynamic relationship that your members with the chamber you know and some of the the chamber membership don't have like Alcoa yeah they have lobbyists they right. already have that stuff in place but when you talk about 80% of your members are small businesses, you know, you all have to sort of uh, bridge that gap. Talk right. a little bit about that. Yeah. So we, we've been contacted by a, a few of our existing industries with, with the tariff question and, and, you know, asking for the chamber's assistance and helping them get to the right people in D.C. to, to kind of plead their case and help them mm-hmm. understand the impact that it's having on on manufacturing here in our backyard. And then we've also, um, I've seen the, the tariff thing coming up quite a bit uh, on economic development recruitment projects. So mm-hmm. companies are, you know, they're looking around and that's that has come up multiple times. Um, I was over in Europe recently with the state and, and TVA and Oak Ridge National Lab at a, a supplier fair for the automotive industry. Um, and that came up multiple times as people really? were coming up talking to us, like we're thinking of expanding into the U.S., but we're kind of waiting to see what goes on with this tariff situation. Mm. So I think it's causing a lot of companies to pause um, potential major capital investment and job creation projects. Well, you think about too. I mean, that, that's very interesting to me that you said that. Um, it's it's a little concerning, I suppose, because I, I again to reiterate, I don't think that the idea of tariffs is a negative idea. I think that if we're going as a country to try to prevent people from uh, having this huge gap in our export-import and you're trying to tackle the problem by putting tariffs on it, you know, I don't know that that's the solution, but I mean, I'm not in politics and I don't understand the dynamics of it, but it's interesting that um, you you have had those questions, but I think it's also very cool for those out there who are, are listening. You know, if you are involved with the chamber, you know, you guys are act as a, as a, a bridge. I mean, you have the folks that you can allow them to be in contact with in Washington. And you just said it to plead their case because you're not going to be able to solve it yourself. Maybe you could, but you, you know, it's not your job. Um, but there are folks who you can connect with and it's all about connecting people and relationships. So I think that's important for people to realize. So and today we're recording today, which is election day, and we're going to be podcasting this. So you probably are listening definitely to the recording. Um, and that's why we get out and vote, right? That's why you got, you have to exercise your right to vote. So. Um, let's move on to the next subject. I think that's good information for your members to know about, and I'm sure you all communicate that as well, but it's good for me to know about. Another thing that we want to really highlight, and we're going to um, go into even the fourth segment, and we'll have time for sure, to talk about Small Business Saturday, November 24th. Talk a little bit about what it's designed to do and what it's all about. Yeah, so it's the, the design is simple to uh, – 
spend those those holiday dollars um, in the local market and support support your neighbors that have the mom and pop shops uh, all around our community and mm-hmm. there's there's some, such a great diversity of businesses small businesses all around the Knoxville region and so as you're thinking of of what what your gift is going to be uh you know instead of clicking on a website somewhere mm-hmm. um Think about spending some of those dollars locally, particularly on that Saturday, November 24th. And, Unless uh, it's a local website, maybe. There you go. Right. That's right. That's but, right. you know, you go into some of those, and, I, and I've and i stopped in uh, just here recently to a couple of new shops that's opened up. There's some in Solway. And you oh, walk yeah. in. I mean, they're unique ideas that people have. And right. they put this on the storefront, and they do the investment, and do the, and they have such pride of their store. Right. I mean, you don't. You don't necessarily see that. You see pride in the workers at Walmart. I'm not, you know, they, they, they certainly take ownership of it. But, I mean, you see that small business sense of pride. That's pretty encouraging to me. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, I mean, in my mind, too, most of our businesses here locally, whether you look at Walmart or you look at Home Depot or any of our businesses that are not considered small businesses, well, if you look at their number of employees, they are, in a sense, um, little small businesses within the community, and they're involved in the community efforts, and they're involved in purchasing things from other small businesses. I mean, it's not like the people that work at Home Depot are buying everything from Home Depot because they don't offer everything. So um, it's about communication. It's about having a day. Um, Tim Burchett used to do, what was it called? Cash, cash mobs. Cash yeah. mobs. Yeah. Um, I was going to say cash cow, but that's not right. right. It was cash mob. <laughs> Which, on the surface... Is a, is a great idea, and it was a good idea, especially for South Knoxville when the bridge was in development. It was tough for yeah. them. So um, it, it's all about creativity, and we have to create opportunities. And, and one of the questions uh, about that, uh, because when Tim Burchett did that, when, so when we see developments like on Cumberland Avenue, when they're going to redo that, you have these small businesses that have set up shop. But then the, we need to build into, in, infrastructure in there, and you redesign something. But it hurts the businesses. How can the chamber move in to help mitigate some of those losses? Is there anything you can do? I think I think it all boils down to awareness um, and just letting people know that mm-hmm. hey, there's there's progress happening. Progress sometimes is a little bit painful during the process. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as as you're looking to make those investment dollars. Um, you can steer those around uh, and help help folks out. Right, that's a very good point. Uh, WBIR started playing here in the studio pretty loud, and so um, apologize for that. That's it, it's Jay Adam Smith was here. <laughs> it's Donna's Old Town Cafe Pumpkin Roll. If you'd like to join that, you can go on WBIR and learn more about it. Um, thank you guys though um, for tuning in because I think with the whole idea of of trying to support small businesses, there's no doubt in my mind. That if we can dedicate resources, which is what the chamber is doing, to communicate, which is the key to all of this. That's why we actually are doing this show. You know, the whole point of the housing hour was to uh, create a platform where Mark and I, Mortgage Investors Group, could bring people in like Doug that had a plan and they had a vision and they had a mission and try to come alongside of them to really to communicate to a larger audience. And that's, I think, it, you know, if you were to boil down your job, Doug, you know, that's kind of what you're doing. You're doing more boots on the ground, but at the end of the day, you're trying to connect people with the right 
people. And, that's right. and, and that's what we're all about. And at the chamber, you have a pretty active chamber, don't you? We do. And, and what is it that the chamber does like on a, on a monthly basis? Oh, gosh. We... <laughs> So from besides economic development, the whole membership marketing event side, I mean, we've got an amazing staff and they're, they're cranking out, um, hundreds of events per year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always networking opportunities. There is always, um, education opportunities. You know, we've got the, the governor coming for breakfast later this week. Um, oh, cool. we're heavily involved in the veterans day luncheon coming up, um, later this week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, um, the, the, some of the key events that we do, the Pinnacle Businesses Awards every spring. So nominations are open now to nominate all types of businesses, major employers, small businesses, minority-owned business, women-owned businesses, and recognize the excellence that we have in our business community. And that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a great platform Absolutely. Um, to, to celebrate what is what is great about our community's business. Mm-hmm. And just a quick question. Uh, this is just of ignorance. Uh, some of those businesses could be nonprofits. Uh, or are I, they all profit? They're all for profit okay. for the Pinnacle Awards. Mm-hmm. We do have nonprofit members of the chamber. Okay. Right. Oh, and that's cool. I think that the chamber is an important piece of our community, and um, most all communities have a chamber. I think Knoxville's, I definitely believe that Knoxville's Chamber of Commerce is one of the best. Um, it's the largest one in Tennessee, I think you mentioned. And if you're not involved with it, um, then you need to be. Um, if you're in business, uh, there's so many resources. There's so many um, network, networking events. There's so many things that are becoming available um, to the members um, through what it is they offer their 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 pro- in their program. So definitely get involved. And don't forget also about uh, this coming November 24th is Small Business Sunday, Saturday rather. You want to check that out and see how you can get more involved with that. We'll be right back after these messages. continues helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it again kevin ray welcome back into the housing hour this is kevin ray i am your host i'm here with mark griffith our executive producer and co-host this show is presented by mortgage investors group migonline.com um you can check out the website we have offices from memphis to the tri-cities and everywhere in between and we're thankful to have you in with us today. Thankful for Doug Lawyer to be in with us as well. Um, he um, heads up a very important piece of our economic uh, driving forces inside of this Tennessee Valley. It's called Innovation Valley. Um, you uh, really have spearheaded that for the last many years. And one of the pieces to that puzzle is the chamber because connecting people is what the chamber is all about. It's about networking. It's about being able to have tools for your, your business. Mark had a good question off air. You want to ask that? It'd be, it's a very good question. Well, if I'm a small business, now as a manager of Mortgage Investors Group, I look at the uh, bills that come in and it's always at the you know beginning of the year, 2019, I'll have a Chamber of Commerce bill from Clinton, Anderson County. Mm-hmm. From you know, So as a small business owner, I know the value of it, so we're part of the chamber. But mm-hmm. as a small business owner, that's you know it's tough out there. How do I see value in that membership, and how 
how can I see that as driving business through my doors and why would I participate in it? Yeah, I think that's a great question and, and a fair question. I think it boils down to the, the individual business, kind of what, what their goals are. And as we are, as our staff is out selling chamber memberships, you know, they're trying to, to connect with the, the individual businesses to help them understand what what's most important to them. Is it exposure for your business? Is it the networking opportunities? Is it the education opportunities? Um, is it having a ribbon cutting and having a bunch of people show up or have hosting an event at your business to get, you know, boots in the door, so to speak? Um, is it the public policy, you know, the, the being part of a larger organization that, that amplifies a single voice and the many coming together, talking about major issues like recode Knoxville, for example, the, the, the rezoning that's going process that's going on in the city of Knoxville, or is it, is it economic development? You know, you're writing that check, um, and knowing that there is a, a, a focused team effort to bring more business and industry to the region, uh, which eventually will bring more business and industry to your your storefront and to, to your invest your your mortgage office or to your bank or to your auto dealership. So it's really, I think all of those things come together. Um, we we value our members and and we work hard to retain members and. Um, it, it's, it's a big part of our membership staff. And you mentioned something in, in that statement. You said training. I don't think we really touched on what type of training do you offer to the members that would be beneficial? Yeah, so there's um, we do a, a series every year called Bright Ideas Seminars. Um, there's, there's, there's social media, digital networking training seminars. That's big. There is, you know, how to write a business plan, how to, how to market, how to work a room. I mean, there's always some type of education opportunities. Hmm. That's awesome. Do you have any Pinterest training? I think Mark was. <laughs> no, but I think I'm going to talk to Mark about that <laughs> offline. Maybe sign him up. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, and the other thing too, I mean, the chamber, it, it sells itself. I mean, but you have to utilize it, right? So, and, and everyone that is listening, if you remember and you look in the mirror and say, well, you know what? That's true. You know, even if you don't use it, there's still benefit. But you need to be engaged because that's where you get your benefit. And then the power comes in in the in the uniting of voices. Mm, so definitely. you're really you're really a central hub for ideas, right? And then communication, right? And and we you know we we're under contract with the city of Knoxville and Knox County to do economic development for them. So we're meeting with our elected officials on a very regular basis, meeting with the mayors, briefing them on projects. And so as these issues start to bubble up, we can. We can help to get those those issues to the it, right. Place. Is that true for other uh, chamber of commerce across the country? It's it varies. So it's a, a lot of chambers have that model. Some communities have their own Department of Economic Development. You know, next door to the mayor's office um, in Knoxville, Knox County, they've con- contracted that out to us for the, many years now. That's cool. And 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 for those two, I mean, I love websites. And and the chambers is. If you guys are the number one in Tennessee, this has to be the number one chamber website, too, because it is so good. It's so easy to just work around, and it's very well put together. You're you're going to say something? I am, because one of the things, Kevin, I know this question is in the back of your mind. Mm -hmm. 
Has he done the trolley talk? The trolley talk. You have to do the trolley talk. We I need to get you connected. I you think he definitely. Be. Trolley talk is the Knoxville weekend, and it's a great way Aaron to learn. Slocum. Yeah. yeah, okay. I'm going to connect you with her. Um, <laughs> see if she wants to do it. She does a, a monthly show with us, and she does. She's had Philip Fulmer. She's had a variety of really cool guests as well. Not nearly as distinct guests as we've had, but pretty good. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I understand. Um, but if you want to, if you want to learn about uh, the other thing too. Um, and I'm not here to sell Knoxville Chamber. It sell, like I said, it sells itself. But there are a variety of membership options. So if you're a small, small business, if you're a bit, little bit bigger, small business, if you're a big you know, business, there's different levels and there's different incentives and packages within. So go check out their website. You can look and explore it and understand it. You can learn more about what it is that you can do to get involved. You can also find a site. If you wanted to, I mean, if, if you wanted to copy and paste this to your friend in Germany who's looking to relocate their, you know, 5,000 employees, I mean, I'm just saying there's there's plenty of opportunities on the site. And when you went through that, it came up to my mind because a lot of times when I first got into this business mm-hmm. um, and I was invited to Chambers events, I didn't go because I felt that because my business was so small compared to some of the big, big outfits that my voice wasn't going to be heard. How would you address that type of comment? From yeah, I, I would say it's if you're a member of a chamber, you got to show up. You got to show up to the events, and and you can contact our our membership folks at the chamber, and they can help guide you to the events. You know, once they sit down, and understand what are, what are your goals, what are you hoping to accomplish with this membership, and drive you to the specific events. Um, it, it's like a gym membership. You know, it doesn't do much good if you. If you don't get on the treadmill every get, now and then. And you right. get intimidated when you're in with the heavy lifters. That's, That's not right. where I should be. <laughs> yeah. We need to put you in um, in the pool and, and start you there um, with floaties on. That's right. I love it. Um, there's a, there's another thing, too, because I, lo- I love giving presentations and, and I love talking about what it is that I do and what it is that MIG does. Um, and if you are one of those folks who wants to inform an audience on what it is that Knoxville has to offer. And that might be, frankly, even in your own company, like if you have an onboarding process in your HR department and you're trying to recruit individuals, not companies, but individuals go right here. This is where you find this, this has, this is the mother load. This is, has all that you need for information. So if you go onto uh, the website and you click very easily under facts and figures for in, in, in innovation value, um, you have several very nicely laid out PDFs that you can open up graphically pleasing. You can take that inf- That information is not proprietary. I mean, you're not, you don't copyright that information. Share it to the world. Exactly. Yep. So you're not going to get, you know, an email from Getty's image or something for using, you know, this type of information because these are just facts and figures. Um, and it's fantastic because even me, someone who I, we're not recruiting necessarily every day of the year to to get an employee in, but if I ever need anything and I, and I know, I know where to go, I know where to go. And that could be talking to somebody in another state, um, at, at a, a conference and just as a part of the networking piece, you know, Hey, where are you from? I'm from Knoxville. Oh, Knoxville. I've heard a little bit about that. What, what do you know about it? And then boom, I can edu- I have myself educated because I have this right here. And it's so important. If you're going to grow your business, you're right. going to want to know what's out there in the pipeline that could be coming in that mm-hmm. I might want to re-gauge or reconfigure my business to meet. Yeah. If I've got 500 jobs coming out in Morristown area, I might want to do something different to reach yeah. that 
potential group. Or if you're talking with some influential, we're stealing Doug's thunder here. I know we are. If you're talking to an influential group of people, that bus manufacturing thing, that'd be good information to know because maybe they don't know that. And if they, or maybe they do, and now you sound like you know what you're talking about because Doug has dropped that information on mm-hmm. us. Um, so we're sort of trying to help sell it, but it sells itself, Doug. You guys have done a great job, and I know that you're constantly out and about. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to tie in here? Or You know, I, I would say just, and I say this anytime I'm speaking in front of a group, you know, economic development is a team sport, mm-hmm. and eyes and ears on the street uh, is a critical part of it. So if, if you or a neighbor or a friend is, you hear of a business maybe looking to relocate or expand, um, or, you know, if they're struggling, you know, wherever you are, contact your, your economic development folks and mm-hmm. make them aware. Um, you know, we, we, we try and touch as many companies as we can through our existing industry outreach. Obviously, we're trying to bring in new business. But if, if we don't hear about something that's going on, um, we can't help. And it, it's, it's always great to, to contact your economic development friend and say, hey, I've got this project, um, and let us roll up our sleeves and see what we can do to assist. That's awesome. And and I love that you knew Justin Costanza. What yeah. was it? No, that's George Costanza. I'm okay. thinking Justin, what's his last Kazana. name? Kazana. I don't know Kazana. why I can't ever remember that. <laughs> um, because I love talking with him. I love talking to you, to you because this is what it's all about. Thank you so much, Doug, for joining us. You're welcome. And Thank he you. Ta- he talked about teamwork, and there is no I in team, but there is an MIG. So Mortgage Investors Group, we want to thank them for sponsoring our show. Definitely an important piece of our puzzle. Thank you so much, Doug. Thank you, Mark. We'll see you next time right here on the Housing Hour. I'll be right like a song on a song on a song That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know, so come here to find out. Also check us out at thehousinghour.com. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.